0: Hey Slayers, for the month of February, we are rewinding to the series, Obedience is My Responsibility. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Podcast. It's Sugar Felicia Wallace. Welcome to all the new and the continued listeners. Y'all just keep showing up. So last week when I recorded this, it was like the middle of the week, um, but I was like, oh, you know, we need like, uh, I'm, I can't wait, we almost had 26,000 downloads. And then like the next day, like for real. And I was off by like a couple of hundred. So it was like, what the crap? Like, so y'all just keep showing up. I'm grateful that you have decided to stay on this journey with me I'm grateful for every share every repost um, every donation just I just I truly appreciate it and so just thank y'all thank y'all thank y'all thank y'all uh, so this week was really busy uh, it was a full week hence I am recording this on Monday day um, because some stuff had to get pushed back uh, all, all in all it was a great week but it just it just was a lot so first thing was that last week was dope dance week uh, I think I have mentioned it on here before, but if not, I'll let you know. Um, so we have um, myself, my sister, and my cousin decided about four years ago that we wanted to honor our husbands for a whole week leading up until Father's Day, and it really came from just having conversations with them about them feeling like the outside world, right, doesn't really value fathers, and you know, it's a, a day that's just like, okay, let them cook, or let you know, let them grill, or get them stuff from Home Depot or Lowe's, like stuff that just seems like like it's, you know they're supposed to work where it's like mother's day is like oh honor her and support her and self-care and all these different things and you know even in their joking like we took it seriously and was like okay what can we do differently so we created Dope Dads Week uh, where we just um, honor them for seven days straight from the Sunday before leading up until actual father's day uh, and we give them gifts for seven days straight Um, so like you up in, outside of this year previously we done like a a cookout where everybody comes together on the sunday before father's day and that's kind of how we started and then from that monday into sunday we give a gift and so each each of us decide whatever the theme is what we're going to do for our husbands and then every day we give them a gift with a note um and we just honor them like sometimes it's very small stuff it could be like this year, my stuff for um, my husband was the fact that he loves gambling. He hasn't been able to do it since the pandemic. Cause, so he's working his way up to it. But, you know, I got him like some scratch offs and I got him like a little bingo game, something that we could do together as a family because we actually like playing board games. Um, I got him a poker set because he wants to learn how to play poker. Like it's just like little things that otherwise he wouldn't think about you know what I'm saying like so I just kind of paid attention and then I just got him some things that he would like but it's like an everyday thing that, like every day he wakes up and there's something new so um this morning when he got in from work he was very much so appreciative and he just was like I was thinking about it all week like I just can't can't believe you just keep doing this. And he was just like, I'm just so, I just love you. And I was like, you're welcome. So it it warms my heart to know that he is, you know, even outside of this week, we honor him. But just for him to be able to feel that for seven days straight is a a wonderful thing. Um, Speaking of my sister and my cousin, uh, we just ended our first season of The Girl Who Said That podcast. So make sure you go check that out. Our last episode actually dropped on Father's Day. So yesterday. Um, And we had the guys on, on for a guest appearance. Um, so that will be y'all should definitely go listen to that right after you listen to this episode. Um, but it was definitely um, it was a great conversation. So uh we did that, and then on Thursday, if you guys missed it, I did another um IG Live with keela Carter, and we talked about, you know, that we're still in this series of obedience is my responsibility, and we talked about um, trusting God. And so um, if you haven't, if you didn't catch you catch the replay it will be in the show notes um one of the biggest things that happened this weekend that I definitely am grateful to have been a part of is that um my parents celebrated their 40th wedding anniversary and um y'all that is just it's a beautiful thing to just be able to just witness black love my parents are I said this yesterday I said it you know during the ceremony or like their presence is unmatched anybody who has ever met my parents like when you say people are goals like like no for real like it's not just about their marriage it's about how they are together it's about the way they love each other it's about the way they love on the people that surround them like there is not even if people try to say anything negative about them <laughs> don't nobody believe that like they just like you can't be talking about Millie and Phil um, but they just compliment each other so well they were wa- they are soulmates like legit and they wrote their own vows and uh, me and my sister was up there all teary eyed we kind of officiated the whole thing um, and it was just it was just beautiful to just watch them and I'm just grateful that I had that as an example um, and and, you know, I just, I I just pray that, uh, I just pray for them to have 40 more. My, I said that yesterday and my father was like, you know how old I've been <laughs> for years? I was like, uh, okay, you want 20 more? Like, I'm not really sure what you want me to say, <laughs> but it was, um, it was just, it was a blessing. And so I'm, I was just grateful to be able to be a part of it, be there and just witness that, um, it was a beautiful day too. Um, yeah, so before we hop into it, just remembering you guys that the merch is back. You can go to the website, get your t-shirts, your sweatshirts, they get a tote bag, get a cup. Um, we got some uh, like uh, tank tops for the summertime. You can use that, you know, wear it when you're exercising and stuff like that. So definitely go to the website and check it out. So like I said earlier, we are still in this series of obedience is my responsibility. I don't know about y'all, but this has really been stretching me. Um, It has shown me that there's some places where I'm still lacking faith and trust in my life and trust in God uh, because I still want to do things my way. And um, the one thing that I'm getting out of this for myself is really just that I have to, this is all a process. And I literally have to practice this every single day. And I really do hope that some, something is resonating with you all. And um, again, I would love to hear if, if it is. And so whether it's on the lives or on the, um, the post for this episode, I would just love to hear from you. So definitely Come on over to the Instagram and talk to your girl. So, as a reminder, the definition of obedience from Holloman's Illustrated Bible Dictionary is to hear God's word and act accordingly biblical obedience to God means to hear trust submit and surrender to God and his word and we've already talked about hearing from God trusting God and so today we're going to talk about um, submitting to God and his word so James 4 says therefore submit to God resist the devil and he will flee from you now when I first read that I was just like Okay, I, I see why I saying here, you know, because I was, you know, looking like, okay, what does the Bible say about submission? What does the Bible say? And so let me start out here, though. A lot of times when we hear about submission, it is almost always exclusively about marriage, right? And it's always a negative connotation about submit. I ain't submitting to no man, understand the third, blah, blah, blah. And I get it. Trust me, sis trust me sis i get it i understand the negative connotation to it because it, it it sounds like we're like oppressed right um and as a side note of this i've been watching the handmaid tale and just the way they distort the bible to for their gain and to like Oppress women is ridiculous so I, I like I, I totally get it however when you really read it it even in the in the context of marriage it says that the husband first has to submit to God and then the wife submits to the husband so if your husband is not under God's leadership then you really, you're submitting to you like that, that is, that is the wrong order. So it's not like to a person, it really is to God. But in this context, we're talking about obedience for ourselves, individually, man, male or female. Um, Submitting to God. So as I read it, I was like, you know what, let me go up. (laughs) Let me go up a paragraph, I mean, a, a, a verse, right? And so James 4, 6 says, but he gives greater grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble seven says therefore submit to god resist the devil and he will flee from you and so when we are taught when we're in this the actually in that chapter of james they're just talking about god's will and versus yours right um and what it is that you need to do to really be in his will and that that is what we're talking about in in obedience in order into you're submitting to god you're submitting to him his word and his will right and so i wanted to give you three ways to practice is submitting to God um the first thing is to humble yourself humble yourself now a lot of times people hear that and you know people be like oh if you if you say you humble you're not you're not humble right you're proud um i think that there's a difference between like saying i'm a humble person right all the time versus the act of humility right and so when we're talking about humbling ourselves to god it is knowing that he is greater than you it is knowing that his will is greater than your will it is knowing that he knows better than you do it is knowing that you cannot do this without him um I just, it, it, that, that part of it, because I think even when we talked last week about trusting, and one of the, the ways of trusting God is to release control, right? The reason why we, have control or we or we have the illusion of control as I've heard plenty plastic say is because we think that we we can do a better job than him we think that we're greater than him we think we have more power than him not in the context of like we really do believe it but we think in this situation I can I can help God out and the reality is you can't we can't help him he don't need your help he don't want your help he don't need nothing from you except for your obedience and so in order for you to be able to truly be obedient and submit to him you have to understand that his will is greater than you and that's gonna that's gonna require some things from you um to be able to just really be in that space of like okay this is not mine this is not what I'm supposed to be doing um even when we talked about like when I always say about this you know slaying self-doubt right I did not want this it wasn't anything that I asked for it wasn't what I prayed for I didn't wish for this I didn't envision it I didn't think that this is what I was supposed to be doing however guess what God's will shows up and so in the beginning of this I was like nah slim you got it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like you can give it to somebody else, I'm good, right? But then when I really was like, okay, it kept happening. Cause remember we we're talking about trusting last week and how you'll get promptings when God is asking you to trust him. And when it kept coming up, it kept coming up. I was just like, okay, I guess we're doing this. And with that happening, I literally had to put myself in a place of like, okay if this is what God is asking me to do, I have to, I I had to submit to what that was. And so that meant things were going to be different, right? Think that means that I had to do things differently. That means that I had to show up differently as I was changing. And as I was walking into this land self-doubt journey, I've told y'all before, I had to show up differently at work. I had to show up differently in my marriage. I had to show up differently as a parent. I had to show up differently for myself but it was all under the context of like god what do you want me to do? in my prayers and in my journals there are times where i have to say god show me me. show me me. show me what it is that i need to see because it's not my you hear it all the time it's not my will is yours. that is that is submission. that is literally saying it is your will. we all the time are are saying, you know, reciting what's that? Jeremiah twenty-nine eleven, like for I know the plans that you have for me, um, the plans to props like and we believe that, right? It was like, well, you know, God's plans for us is there, but are you really humbling yourself? Do you really believe that? Do you really think because if if we did, then we wouldn't be having an issue with obedience, right? And again, remember as we're talking about this, I'm talking to myself too, because y'all know, y'all, y'all just already know. Um So the first step is to humble yourself to knowing that God is greater than you um, and that he he gives greater grace like throughout all the things like he can't you he's unmatched he is unmatched you cannot touch him and listen, just you, you, sometimes you just got it. You got to do what he says, right? Uh, the second thing is to ask for forgiveness. Um, I think a lot of times, well, for me, I think that some of my obedience has um, been attached to guilt and shame and um, unforgiveness of myself, right uh, because i feel like that maybe i wasn't doing the right things at first maybe i wasn't didn't have the right attitude maybe i didn't speak kind words to other people maybe i didn't um i, I like I, I just wasn't right right like in my mind right and so i think that a lot of times that stops us from being obedient because we we feel like we're we're unworthy right we feel like we don't deserve this will that god gives and we don't deserve the gifts that he wants to give us and so what we do is is we just try to ignore it right and i think that when you are walking in true obedience you have to come to god in in, in a part of that humbling yourself and that part of in, in all the things that we've talked about being open and kind of being vulnerable and having that relationship with him right um from the very first episode of this series um you got to be able to come to him in truth and so there was a part of me that had to come to him and say on more than one occasion you know God like I don't know if this is what you really want me to do um I I I don't know if I'm being a good wife. I don't know if I'm being a good mother. I don't know if I'm being a good sister, a good employee. Again, show me me. What do I have to do? And then God, forgive me. Forgive me for my unforgiveness. Forgive me for my attitude. Forgive me for, you know, my lack of integrity, my lack of trustworthiness, my, you know, forgive me for my, my sinful nature. Like, he's not asking us to be perfect he's asking us to be aware and to do different when we talk about um, when your kids come to you and they are um, you love them like you love your kids no matter what my kids I can't think of uh, legit. I can't think of anything that they could do that would make me not love them. Would I be disappointed? Yes. Would I be upset if if something happened or they did something that wasn't right or broke the law? Yes, I would be upset. But there is literally absolutely nothing that they could do that would stop me from loving them. And when you when they come to me and they say, "Mommy, I messed up," right? Guess what? okay I'm gonna give you grace because I'm not perfect right like so clearly I can't take you know I'm not there are lessons that have to be learned but you have to have to have to have have changed behavior right but coming to coming to God and asking him for forgiveness puts you in a place of openness puts you in a place of your posture is different right because now you're, you're giving yourself the opportunity for God to pour into you because that burden of unforgiveness that we feel in our hearts and we feel in our, in our souls prevents us from having a relationship because some way down the line, we felt like he not going to really, he not going, he not going to forgive me. That's not what's going to happen. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be forgiven. It's not, he already died for our sins. He already forgave us like legit. That is what salvation is. And even in your, your mess ups, he knows that, right? He knows that we're going to mess up. He, he is all knowing. He knows all the things he wants you, me, us to, to understand that, that He is greater than us. He knows all these things, but he still needs you to be vulnerable. He still needs you to open up. He still needs you to come to him. And so in asking for forgiveness allows that to happen. It allows for us to be able to be in a place to say, God, I know that I could do better. I know that I should be doing better. I know that you know, I could be in a different place. I know that, you know, um, I should have done something differently. I know, I knew better than that. I shouldn't have gone down that way. I shouldn't have went out that night. I I shouldn't have done the things that I shouldn't have lied. I shouldn't have done this. And you allow him to just forgive you. Remember earlier, I said he gives greater grace. Grace is the, grace is exactly, we don't deserve his grace there's nothing you can't um transformations or pastor, pastor mike did a um series on grace and i think it's called the flood of grace or something like that if I, I find it and put it in the show notes but um but he he said that it is the unmerited like there's nothing you can do you legit can't do anything you can't earn god's grace he gives it willingly and freely he continues to do that for us and so when you understand that and when you are being in that place of being able to have a relationship with him and being able to ask for forgiveness push you in a better place to be able to be obedient because once you feel that forgiveness you feel that closeness with him and so that would be step two is to um, ask for forgiveness um, and then the third thing is saying no no, it's a complete sentence now. You know, recently we hear people saying that, um, you know, for self care, for your mental state of saying no to people, like, no, I can't do this, no, I can't do that, um, whatever the case may be, so that you're at peace. Um, in this case, I would say, within being obedient and submitting to God, is Saying no to things that you know are not of God, that you know are in direct uh correlation with uh what God is calling you to do, right? So I shared this story. Um I, I went here and probably on a live, but when I when I when I thought of this, I was like, this is exactly what it was, right? So a couple of years ago, or like, maybe like two years ago, God had called me to stop drinking. And it wasn't that I was like <laughs> drunk every day but I, I was off work right I left my job like I'm like I'm on a permanent vacation out here like 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 what's up like we have a mimosas in the morning you know what I'm saying like what are we doing um but I kept feeling it I would be like on my way to dropping my son off at school and it would be like that same thing I remember telling people like I keep feeling like this prompting to like fast from drinking and I just I don't know why right and um so it might have been like early october like i know it, it it was happening happening and then finally our early october um it might have been october 1st i think i was like all right fine i'm just i'm not going to do it so i'm just going to not drink so i you know i go to the lord and i said well how long <laughs> how long are we how long are we doing this maybe it was september i think it was september it was september actually so i was like how long are we doing this i got no answer right but at that point i was like i was already i had already taken the step of faith right and and left my job so i had you know i heard him i trusted him and now we're in the submitting part and i'm like so you want me to do what now like what does that have to do with anything i don't i don't really i don't even really understand so i think it was after labor day i went ahead and i was like okay i'm not going to drink that same year my girlfriends and I had decided we were going to go to homecoming and it, you know, we were starting to finalize plans and get things together. And I kept feeling this tug, like we were talking about it and I was like, I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. Like if I go, I know I'm a drink and this, that, and the third. And I, I, I had to say no, like I couldn't, it, I literally couldn't do anything else. It was like, what else was I going to do? I could have gone. Now, could I have gone? I could have. If I had gone, what would have happened? I would have probably drank, right? And I probably would have been like, oh, Lord, I'm sorry. Same thing I've always done, right? Like, please forgive me. I'm sorry. In this case, I knew that I was on a different path. I knew that God was preparing me for something. And I was so connected to him at that time that I was like, I can't chance it. And so I remember telling my friends and the difficulty part in this situation is I could have just said no, right? Could have. I could have just said, y'all ain't gonna be able to go. You know, I just left my job. I could have said whatever I wanted to say, right? But instead I said no. And I told the truth. I said God called me to fast from alcohol, and I know that if I go to homecoming, that's exactly what we're going to do, and I'm not willing to chance that. I don't even want to go and risk. I don't want to be tempted, and I don't want to risk drinking and then having to ask for forgiveness. Right now, in the space that I'm in, I have to remain obedient, like legit, I have to. And I was nervous because, you know, sometimes when you are in community with friends and family, um, everybody isn't comfortable sharing their faith, like fully, like to that extent, or they aren't comfortable. Like we know we all believe, but we don't have like real deep conversations about it. But in that moment, every single one of them was like, I support you you know, let us know, you know, when we get back, what we going to do so that we can make sure that we have a, you know, <laughs> make sure that we have an alcohol-free event so that we can just support you in that space. And I felt at peace. I was already at peace with my decision, but I felt even more at peace because I was like, I actually did it, right? Like I, I said no to a thing I really, really wanted to do and I knew was a test, right? And so for me, I felt like I passed that test. And I I went on. So I think I think that year I fasted from alcohol all the way up until I think it was New Year's, like into the new year, right? Um, and I got so much clarity, I got so much peace. And it was afterwards that I said, okay, God, I I knew why you needed me to do that. Number one. I needed to be focused on the things I needed to be focused on during that season. But also that for me, it was a distraction. Like alcohol had become a distraction of like, you know, if you drink and you get tired and then you'd be like, I don't feel like doing nothing. And then, you know, here I am trying to, at this point, I'm creating a business and I'm trying to build this up. And, you know, I was doing the podcast, but I, you know, wasn't really. And this is when all the ideas came in of like having you know, somebody be on the show, people be on the show and doing this and the third and like just getting in order. And I think God just needed that from me. And so um, for me, there are times where God is telling me, no, you can't do that because I need you to do this. Right. Um, And so one of the ways I try to pause before i do certain things or verify, you know like yeah i verify i I ask for clarity like god is this of you is this from you is this what i'm supposed to be doing when i do um y'all hear me all the time on here like if anybody is on this show or you see me with somebody else it is about alignment if god says no i'm not doing it One, because I know that this is not my, this isn't mine. I don't own this vision. I don't own this dream. I don't own this idea. He does. And so if it is not from him, then I'm not doing it, period. And there have been times I've done stuff in my own will. I've done stuff and I've shared it on here that I've been out of order and nothing comes from it or I feel so frustrated about it because I'm just like, because I operated out of order. Right. And things are just not it doesn't go the way that it's supposed to. So, um, yeah, I mean, what I have learned, you know, in doing this for the last three weeks is that obedience isn't easy. I'm just going to be honest, it is not easy to do because when we talk about overall, when we talk about being obedient, it's about a lot of things, right? You being obedient or, you know, um, sometimes people use the word like disciplined or consistent, but it really is like really just doing it and understanding why you're doing it, right? And, you know, being as though that I feel like that I personally have had a roller coaster of obedience. It is definitely something that when I when I'm in a space where I realize I'm being obedient and I'm doing it just like right now there will be tests that will come up against you that will try you to be like you ain't even really supposed to be doing this or you know um you should stop or whatever the case may be and i just i'm grateful i'm grateful every time that i'm obedient because god shows me something else every time that i'm obedient he shows me something else he opens another door because it's like a it's like a pathway right and so as i continue to remain obedient and do the things despite my fear despite my discomfort despite my, you know, my nervousness and all of those other things, I'm still doing it. He's going to still show up. And as long as I continue to do that, he is going to honor my obedience. And so that is what I I leave with you today is that, God honors your obedience he honors your obedience and so in order for allow him to do that allow him to continue to bless you allow him to honor you by your obedience so that you can have what it is that he had for you he has for you that that passage of God had you know knows the plans for me for you and um the plans to prosper and not harm you you still have work to do you can't just sit around and not do nothing you can't get these words or get these messages or get these things and just sit on it. He needs you to work. He needs you to trust him. He needs you to hear him. He needs you to submit to him. So I hope something resonated with you all today. Remember, we talked about submitting to God and the three ways to practice uh, submitting to God is to humble yourself, knowing that God is greater than you are and knowing that you do not have any power period okay you have the illusion of control all right uh the second thing is asking for forgiveness releasing yourself of that guilt and that shame and um of the previous times that you've been disobedient or that you haven't lived up to your full potential go to him and ask him for forgiveness and allow him to cleanse you of that allow him to really allow him to put that peace over you where you can let that go and then the last thing is saying no to things that are not of him when you are walking in obedience you can't do everything you will not be the same person you should even want to be the same person when you are walking in obedience you will come up against things that will test you and to test your obedience and you have to be able to say no and affirm no and keep it moving And, you know, with that being said, God honors your obedience. And so you will still be blessed. He will continue to cover you. He will continue to protect you. Um, And and yeah, that's it. So um, as always, thank y'all for rocking with me. I told y'all earlier, I love talking to y'all in the comments on Instagram. So make sure that you comment, share, rate, and review. Follow me on Instagram if you're not already following me. Um, If you are interested in booking a connection call with me to start your self-doubt journey, or if you are in a place where you really feel like you need somebody to just kind of help you get to um, get to some some just clarity right like coaching is something where it's about you the the client not about me the coach but it really is about you and being able to understand this is where I am and this is what I'm trying to get to it is not therapy therapy is thinking about going in your past and trying to figure out how'd you end up the way you are coaching is here I am today and I want to be here in a year and these are the goals that I plan to set for myself and it really is me supporting and holding space for you and just being there with you along your journey so if that's something that you are interested in book a connection call with me you can go to my website www.feliciawallis.com and you can schedule your appointment today Um, so thank y'all again until next week see ya